Hello friends, and welcome to episode 28 of Weekly Pulls Pick of the Week. Welcome to the Page Doing Comics and Manga podcast, we appreciate you listening. My co-host Mike is, is traveling this week and next week, so I'm running solo this week. And I'll go over a few comics that I was reading this week. I'm trying to play a little bit of catch-up from weeks that I had books that I had just didn't have a chance to get through. So this week I'm catching up on a few and read a few others that looked interesting, and we'll talk about that here in a second. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, my name is Steve, and I'm getting back into comics after a long hiatus. I'm trying to find my way through this hobby again. Uh, I've, I'm have i not really into capes and cowls, but I've been giving them a try. The continuity usually keeps me out of it and just keeps me confused, which we'll get into here in a minute. So let's go ahead and get into the books that I read this week. The first one is Mortal Terror number 2. This is by Christopher Golden, Tim Lebin, and Peter Bertig. This is by Dark Horse Comics, and I'm enjoying this series. I really enjoyed the first episode, or the first issue, and it's the opposite of what I expected it to be. It's more, instead of it being humans who are afraid of vampires, and the vampires being the boogeymen, it is more about the vampires and the humans being kind of the unspoken threat. It's kind of fun. They do play with a few historical figures, you know, very popular lore there, very popular characters that they're playing with. So I, I do think they're doing some interesting things that, that role reversal is, is pretty interesting. And also the the downsides of maybe being a vampire and why you may not want that for yourself. So the the humans are getting some some help from some from in some unexpected places which you know like i said i think they're they're doing some interesting things i'm not completely on board i'm still you know there's some things that just just aren't interesting for me but overall it's a it's a good good uh, it's a good start and i'll continue reading this one the next book i read is cable number 1 this is by Fab- fabian dakiza uh, scott eaton Cam Smith and Victor Nava. This is by, of course, by Marvel. So I saw Cable number one, and I thought back to my 90s days and X-Force and Cable and how cool that character was. And yes, the big pouches and the big muscles and and no feet. But Cable was always a fun character. He's very mysterious. You know, I thought it was always an interesting character. And I'll admit, nostalgia got the best of me. I didn't flip through it. I should have. I just picked it up. One of the lines in this book is time travel is complicated. Yes, it is because I was really confused, not only with the continuity, but the time travel, the different timelines. And I, I was, I was just a little, I, I just did not know what was happening at all worse than normal. And I just there's so many years of continuity that I just don't, I'm not familiar with. I don't know what they're referencing. I don't know this history. And for someone like me, who's trying to get into a book, trying to jump on a number one, sometimes they're so buried in continuity that I just, I, I don't know what's happening. It's kind of like you show up to a party and a bunch of people you don't know, and they're all telling their, their little, you know, private jokes and the, the inside, inside stories that you just had to have been there and you just feel left out. I just didn't know what was going on. I just didn't, after, after about half the book, I just didn't care. And it's just hard for me to get into it and enjoy it when I don't know what's happening. I just feel really out of the loop. And the art style wasn't my favorite either, so that added to my <laughs> my dislike for the book. 
But so needless to say, I will not be continuing with cable one. If you, if you are a fan of cable, if you know what's happening in the Marvel universe for the past however many years, you may enjoy it. I just could not get into it. Uh, the next one is our bones dust. Number two, this is by Ben Stenbeck and Dave Stewart. This is by image comics. It's a post-apocalyptic Mad Max, but bleaker. If that makes sense, it's very bleak. It's a boy running through and surviving, and some other beings who are observing, and you don't know what role they play in the in the universe. But we do have this young boy who is trying to survive, who's going from place to place. There's not a whole lot of dialogue, not a lot, not a lot of whole, not a lot of exposition, not a whole lot of anything. Just the art carries this book. The art is gorgeous. I love the art, the setting, the art does all the hefty, heavy lifting and it does a lot of the work and it, it works. I, I do enjoy it. I do like the feel and the tone of the book and I'll continue reading it. It's, I'm not really sure what the point is, but the beings that are observing, there's gotta be some kind of connection there. I'm just not sure what, but I'll continue reading because I do think this book has a lot of potential and I do think they can kind of twist this into something that turns into be very interesting. So I'm holding out hope that this team pulls it together. The next book I, I, I picked up is world tree. Number six. This is by James Tinian and Fernando Blanco. This is by image world tree has a special place in my heart. I think it's one of the first books I picked up for the podcast. I thought it was, they, they caught my eye with the covers. So I'm still hanging on to this one. I think they were on a break for a while because issue five, I think was over a month ago. This issue, we get more history, more past events, and some new things are introduced. The, the, the tech programmers group just is the least interesting part of this for me. They, you know, they're bringing this team of team of old friends who are going to save the world and, and save us from this threat. I just learning about them is just not interesting. It's, I, I just feel like the tech villains, the tech, um, anti-heroes, the, the, the evil software companies, it's just, there's so much of it now that it just doesn't feel like a threat anymore. It just feels kind of, it's like a tired trope and I'm just, I'm just not interested in it. It's just, there's, it's everywhere. And it's just, I can only hear about so many evil owners of software companies or social media companies. It's just, that's not the interesting part of this book for me. The, the other aspects are the other aspects are keeping me hanging on. So I'm going to keep plugging away at this one. I'll keep picking it up and I I'll continue, but I, the least, the hope, hopefully we stay away from just that, the evil software people. It just, it's just a lot. This next one, going to pay me a little a little bit to talk about this is the ribbon queen number six this is of course by garth ennis and jason burrows and this is what this is by awa comics now this one i've said before i'll say it again jason burrows and garth ennis is the my dream team i love when they get together some of my favorite books are by the by these two i've been a fan of garth ennis for a very long time i've been a fan of jason burrows for almost as long i, I just love the work they do together and I have been enjoying this series it, up to issue five. Issue five was, had some revelations in it, had some really great, I feel like the universe really expanded. We got a lot of history. We, we went way back in time and I really enjoyed it. 
issue six was just a just kind of a bummer. I just feel like we built momentum in the first five issues. We we built to these moments, and I feel like issue six just kind of all that momentum we were building stopped. There's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of people talking. There's a lot of a lot. Again, I've said this before on the podcast, but I feel like when you have a message, when you have a point, to, when you have a point you want to you want to hammer home, there's a way to do that through the story. And I think the the times when a creator has a point, they want to kind of make you ponder, make you think, have a a message. I guess you can say when it's done in the story, when you don't know they're making that point, when you don't know that's their message is when it hits harder because you, you, it just happens naturally, organically. It happens and it makes you think, and you don't re you don't think you're being, it's being hammered home. It's just part of the story. And in this one, I just kind of felt like it was a little too on the nose. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of, of, of just, like I said, it just felt like all the momentum slowed down. We only have two more issues in this series and I just, I was bummed out. I was bummed out by this one. I just, it, it really, I felt like it was a, a gut punch in this one. I just, I was really excited for it. And it just, it, man, was I bummed out. So unfortunately, was not a fan of the Ribbon Queen number six. But of course, I'll continue because I'll read whatever those two put out. So um, I'll be back for more. And I, I'm... I'm confident they'll pull it together. I'm confident it'll end on a high note and we'll, we'll be happy by the time it's over. The last book and my pick of the week, this is pretty far and ahead. My pick of the week, Skeeter's number two. This is by Kelly Williams, Bob France and Kevin Cuff this is my mad cave studios. This book is just fun. I just have fun reading this book. This book knows what it is. It knows what it's trying to do, and it just goes for it. And I really enjoy it. It's, it's silly, stupid, bloody fun is what I kind of wrote down for myself on this one. I can be really picky when it comes to humor, especially horror humor. Like, I'm really picky when it comes to humor. But this one just, it just goes with it. And it doesn't try to be something it's not. It just knows what it is, and it goes for it. So we learn more. We get these creatures we learn about a little bit about about where they came from, uh, what they're doing. It, it reminds me a lot of the film Slither. If those of you who have seen it, has that kind of the small town being terrorized by these creatures, and the characters are all a little goofy. Um, it's very wink and a nod kind of thing. It, it's just fun. It's funny. It's fun. We're having a good time with it. The artwork is gorgeous. I love the art. The creatures, the people, the setting, the the different scenes—it's it all works for me. It was just fun, and it was a, it was a breath of fresh air after so many other books that I just the last couple of weeks have been a little rough with trying to find something that I really can sink my teeth in, teeth into, and this one really did it for me. So it's ridiculous and it works. It's fun, and I'm having a great time with Skeeters. Wonderful book. A lot of fun. If you enjoy horror and humor, give it a look, give it a read, give it a shot because we need more books like this, more things that are different, trying something not necessarily new, but at least 
doing something, doing something that isn't the same old thing. So yeah, had a lot of fun reading Skeeters. So my pick of the week, I think number one was my pick of the week too. If it wasn't, it was pretty close, but great time. So those are my books for the week. Really short episode this time. And, um, yeah. So having, having, uh, having fun. Uh, you know, Mike will be back in a couple of weeks for a giant sized, uh, issue or episode number 30. In the meantime, I'll be back next week to tell you about the books that I'm reading. I'll pick up some more books this week. I always try to mix things up with the superhero book, with something I normally wouldn't read just to give it a try. But with so many books to read and so many, so many other things to do, it's hard to take a chance on a book that you are pretty sure you won't like. That's where I find myself. I just find myself with a the shelf full of books because that's the majority of the books at, at my bookstore. Anyway, that's the majority of the books is the Marvel DC superhero stuff. And a lot of it doesn't appeal to me. And it's, it's, it can be tough to find books that, that appeal to me sometimes because it's mostly the independent stuff creator owned. So, but I'm trying, I'm giving them a shot. And one of these weeks we will, find something that really works for me. So hope all of you are having a fantastic week. Uh, let me know what you're reading. If you want to connect with me, the best place is on our forums at pagejoin.com. Register there. We have a whole section there set up for discussions that are coming. We're discussing, we're discussing the fade out. We are doing the Sandman. We're doing Alan Moore Swamp Thing soon. We're doing some other manga. We're reading Berserk. Come by, say hello and join us for anything. Anyone's welcome. And uh, come and chat with us. We're a friendly group. So until next week, we'll talk to everyone very soon. Hope you have a fantastic week. And if you're not, then hang in there because things always get better. We'll talk to everyone soon. Take care.